Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Hustler Podcast. It's your girl, Logan. And I am coming to you today with a message on abundance and money mindset. Um, This message came to me out of nowhere this morning. Well, it wasn't out of nowhere. So I'll give you a little backstory since we are on the podcast. I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram stories yesterday. Um, Very briefly, because they're Instagram stories, I can go a little bit more in depth with you guys here on the podcast. Um, But... I, like most of us, have money issues. I have money shit, you know? I, um, I, growing up, my parents, uh, we were actually really pretty well off, um, when I was really young, like before age seven. Um, my parents both had really high paying jobs in Charlotte, North Carolina, and then my dad got laid off. My mom quit her job, and, um, they drained their savings starting a restaurant and bar that ended up going under and they had to file bankruptcy by the time I was seven years old and we had to live in a barn and we, my parents literally lost everything. Like the only thing that we were able to keep were like, you know, obviously our, our possessions, like our, our physical possessions. Um, but then, and then some old ass beat up van that was paid off, but we lost our house. We lost our second vehicle. We like everything else, every fucking thing else. And, um, if you don't know anything about like childhood development, age seven by age seven, the majority of your like hard and fast beliefs about life are solidified. Um, so at this very, very, you know, significant developmental age for me, I literally watched my parents lose everything and all financial stability that they had, you know, worked their entire lives to create. And it was fucking traumatic. And then, um, like I said, we had to live in a barn. It was a a giant red barn. One end of the barn had horse stables. Um, the other end of the barn had a small apartment, which is where we lived. And then in the middle was a riding arena which looking back on it was, I mean, it was kind of cool place to live, but, um, it was in a neighboring town. My parents wanted to keep me in the same school district though. So we lied about where we lived and we gave them my grandmother's address. So I wasn't allowed to have friends over. I wasn't allowed to tell anyone where I actually lived. Um, and I spent three years basically alone in the middle of fucking nowhere, living in a barn not really able to tell the truth about who I was, where I lived or anything. And that's a lot to ask of a seven-year-old. I have a seven-year-old and just seeing her and then understanding and, and looking back and knowing what I went through at her age, like I'm able to have so much more compassion for myself, like my childhood self, my inner child, because fuck, that's a lot guys. Like Tell, like telling a little kid, you, you can't tell your friends where you live and you're not allowed to have friends over. And we don't know how long this is going to last. This is just your life for now. Good luck. Have fun. I, I don't have any siblings my age. My brother is 11 years older than me. So I was alone for a lot of the three years that we lived there. And, you know, just trying to navigate while I was alone, my parents were also working their asses off trying to dig themselves out of this financial hole and out of this bankruptcy. And it was a lot you know, it was a lot. And I, I, looking back now, I can feel the anxiety because I would see my parents fight and argue about money. Um, you know, I knew that they were fighting a lot. And I also knew that they didn't want me to understand that it was about money and that we were struggling with money. So while I I was experiencing the anxiety of watching my family fall apart and watching us lose everything. I also felt like I wasn't allowed to say anything about it because I wasn't supposed to know. So 
I was going through all of this very, very adult stuff as a seven, eight-year-old little girl, and I was having to do it alone because I didn't think I was allowed to say anything. And, um, you know, that created a lot of trauma around money and, you know, how I viewed money. Like, at that time, I, it was easy for me as a kid to think money was the root of all evil because it was tearing my family apart. We didn't, I couldn't have friends over to my house because of money. Um, I couldn't go and do what I wanted to do because of money. I couldn't tell anyone where I lived because of money. Um, you know, because of money and the fact that we didn't have any money. And, you know, aside from that, my parents were always just making comments about people with money and, you know, just lots and lots and lots of toxic energy around money is what I'm trying to get here. And I feel like a lot of us have that some more traumatic than others. Um, but if we don't deal with, you know, our, our money shit, then we inevitably continue to relive it, right? We find ourselves in the same financial situation over and over and over again, which I have, um, just constantly having a lot of, like having a lot of money, having an excess amount of money and then losing it all. So directly mirroring what I watch my parents do, um, I've done that four times that I can think of off the top of my head with a significant amount of money, like upwards of $20,000 or more, um, where I had that much money just willy nilly. And then, you know, within a very short amount of time, it was gone. So just reliving these patterns over and over and over again. And, um, you know, I've gotten a, I've, I've made a lot of progress in my money story. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of progress with my relationship with money. Um, it's much healthier today than it was, you know, even six months ago. But I still have a couple of things that are just nagging, you know, that are just nagging and sticking around. And so I looked up at the sky this morning and I was like, you know what, God, angels, universe, I'm fucking ready to be done with this. Like I'm 100% ready to not feel like I'm controlled by these stories anymore, by this past. Like I'm ready to lay it down. I'm just done. And then I went into meditation and during my meditation, I received the download or the, the, um, it's the idea, the message that money is like water. And that's what I want to share with you guys today because it was very profound for me. Um, and it's even more profound as I sit here sharing this with you because I'm sitting here looking at a body of water, a pretty significant body of water. It's the French Broad River in, in Asheville. And as I'm sitting here looking at the, the body of water, there's also water coming from the sky. It's snowing. Um, I have a cup of water beside me. I know when I go home, I have water coming out of my sink. I have water in my toilet. I have water in my shower. Um, I, I'm surrounded by water, as many of us are, right? Unless we live in a third world country where water isn't as easily as accessible. Um, the majority of us have ready access to water and lots of water, all the water that we need. And this morning, the universe told me that money is as abundant as water, and not only is it as abundant as water, it is also constantly flowing, just like water is, constantly flowing, constantly moving, right, always. And I can tap into that flow whenever I want to. We all can. We can tap into the flow of money whenever we want to, whenever we choose to. We always have access to more of it. But we tend to cap our access to money at only what we can see, right? I don't look at the water coming out of my faucet and think that that's the only water that is available to me simply because I can see it, 
right? I logically know there is water in this giant body of water right here that I'm looking at. There's water in my toilet. There's water in my, in my shower. There's water in my neighbor's house. There's water, you know, it's all around me. So I don't limit my, my understanding and my access to water simply by what I am able to look at, by what I'm able to see. Does that make sense? But we do this with money. We limit our, our access to money to only what we're able to see, meaning what we have in, in our bank account, what we have in our savings account, what we have in stocks, what we have in, um, in assets, what we have in our wallet, right? Like that's the only money that's available to us because that's the only money that we're able to see and touch. But if money is like water, then our access to it is just as open as our access to water. Meaning it can come to us from any fucking way it wants to, from any fucking direction it wants to, in any way, whenever it wants to. But if we're not open to receiving it in any way that it wants to come to us, because we're sitting here thinking money can only come to me from my job, money can only come to me from my business, money can only come to me in this specific way, then we limit our ability to receive by capping the potential of the money to come to us. Does this make sense? Am I making sense? So while we see water as this unlimited, untapped resource that we always have access to, there's always more water, right? There's water all around us. We have to apply that same thought to money. There's always more money. It's always available to us. It's always flowing. We can always just, what if you could just turn on your faucet what if receiving money was, e- was as easy as turning on your faucet? What if money was as abundant as water? What if money was as easily accessible as water? And what if you felt as worthy of receiving money as you do of receiving water? If someone gave you a glass of water, someone invited you over to their home and said, here, have this glass of water. Thank you for coming to my home. Would you be like, oh, thank you so much. I was thirsty. Or would you you be like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That right there is a key indication of what your relationship is like with money. If you can't receive a simple glass of water as a gesture of gratitude from someone for coming to their home, then how the fuck do you expect to receive an abundance of money from the universe? Right? So um, this metaphor went on. The universe went on and extended this metaphor. Not only is money like water, but we can look at it like a well, like the process of learning how to receive more money is like the process of building a well. And after I got off my, um, or after I finished my meditation, I actually looked up a video and watched a man build a well in his backyard. And the process was pretty extensive and it wasn't even like a, um, like the well wasn't even hooked up to his home. It was like one of the old timey, like pump wells. He just wanted to have in his backyard to have, you know, access to water, like a water source out there. So if he wanted to do fires or something like that, it was easier for him to put the fire out with the water that was back there. So I watched this whole process and it was really broken up into four, um, tangible steps. Step one was him digging the hole, right? He had to dig the hole. He used a handheld auger and dug down into the earth, like 20 feet. He had to use three different extenders, And the process took several days, but he dug all the way down and tapped into the flow of water beneath the the surface of the earth, right? So this is very much like us having to learn how to tap into the frequency of money. 
right? So in order to receive the abundance of, you know, the water beneath the surface, this man had to dig and dig and dig in order to get to it. He had to, he had to align with the flow of the water. And we have to do the same thing with money. We have to tap into and align with the flow of money. And in order to do that, we have to understand money, We have to understand the energetics behind money. We have to understand that money is just a resource. It is a constantly flowing, always available resource that we can tap into whenever we want to. And it also has a specific vibration. Money and love vibrate at the same frequency. They're both expressions of abundance, right? Both money and love are expressions of abundance. They are expressions of masculine energy in the sense that they provide support and stability. And also in the sense that we have to feel worthy of receiving them. We have to feel worthy of receiving love. Otherwise we will push it away. We have to feel worthy of receiving money. Otherwise we will push it away or get rid of it if it does come to us, right? We will somehow sabotage our efforts of having it if we don't feel worthy of it if we don't feel safe having it, right? So we have to learn and understand the energetics behind money. And I feel like I I should do an entire other episode on this just to talk about it. Um, But just to kind of keep it short and sweet, money and love are vibrating at the same frequency and gratitude also vibrates at that frequency. Just this very high vibrational frequency of feeling loved, feeling supported, feeling grateful. That is the vibration of money. The vibration of money is not lack. It is not scarcity. It is not fear. But so often we attempt to create more money from that space, right? Oh my God, I have to make more money because if I don't, I won't be able to pay my bills. Oh my God, I have to make more money. If I don't, I won't be able to do this thing. Oh, I can't do that thing because I don't have enough money. Oh, I I need to sign these clients because I don't have enough money. And while that might work in the short term, right? You might be able to fear your way into more money. It's not long-term. It's not sustainable. You will have enough money. You will only ever have just enough money. You will never tap into the overflow of abundance that is available to you. If you are constantly coming at money from this energy of scarcity, fear, and lack, you will always still experience scarcity, fear, and lack, period. So we have to come at this this, uh, this process or this concept of creating abundance, creating money from a space of gratitude, from a space of abundance, all like it's already here. Like money doesn't make us abundant. Abundance is an energetic state that we can always tap into. Always. Nature is abundant. The universe is abundant. Abundance is a state. It does not come from having more money. It comes from embodying the energy of feeling abundant, of being abundant, of knowing that you are an abundant creature because you are an expression of universal love, period. This is making sense. You still with me? You still with me? This is getting kind of deep, right? So we have to, just like this man had to dig 20 feet underground to align with the flow of water, We have to align with the flow of money, meaning we have to understand how it operates, the energetic frequency that it's at, how we can then align with it. Again, you don't align with money by being in scarcity and lack. That is not the same vibrational frequency. 
And while it may somehow call money into your field, that money will not stay. You will not feel safe having it. And you will always just have just enough or just below just enough. There will never be a sense of overflow because you're not coming from a sense of overflow. Okay. So take a sip of coffee. We have to align first with the flow of either the water or the abundance and the money that we desire. Okay. So step two, next in the video, once this man had found the water, he had aligned with the flow of the water beneath the surface of the earth. He then put in some systems to allow it to flow to him more freely. So he put in some PC, some P, PBC, P, blah, 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 whatever the acronym for that big giant white pipe, <laughs> PBC, I think it is pipe PVC. Maybe I don't know. He put a fucking pipe in the ground, y'all. All right. He put a giant pipe in the ground and inside he he also like drilled some holes in the in the in the pipe so it would filter out the water. And then he put another pipe inside of that pipe and then he he put some cement around it. Like he he created the system that allowed the water to flow from its source, the earth, 20 feet underground, to him, right? He 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 set up a system that allowed that flow to occur easily. And naturally, right? So once we tap into the flow of money, then we set up systems to allow it to flow to us naturally. This can look like lots of different things, right? This can look like setting up systems within your business, having financial systems, maybe it's funnels, whatever feels good to you. All of my stuff has always been organic. Um, but maybe you want to have some kind of funnel system or, or something like that. It can look like that. It can look like, um, you know, you having a product suite that walks your ideal client through, you know, a specific transformation, starting with a low ticket offer and then going to a mid, mid-level offer and then a higher level offer and then, an, you know, the highest level offer that you, that you have. So maybe you have, you know, a, a product suite that allows money to flow to you easily, This also looks like taking responsibility for your finances. So cleaning up your shit. Do you have debt that you need to pay off? Do you owe people money? Do you have, um, you know, subscriptions that you're not paying attention to? Are you just like bleeding and hemorrhaging out money? Do you have money leaks that you need to clean up? Right? So this is the masculine aspect of your finances. So really looking, how can you support the flow of money from its source to you? What do you need to do to clean that shit up? Do you have some old stories that you need to work through like I did? Do you have some old beliefs that you need to clean up? Do you need to spend more time looking at your money, feeling grateful for your money? You know, what are the what are the systems that you need to put in place, whether it's within your business or just within your relationship with money in general, to allow it to flow to you more freely? right? Because once we tap into the abundance, then we're tapped in. Now we just have to open the gates in the different ways that it can come to us. And not only does this look like, like cleaning up your shit and setting up the systems and things like that, but this also means being open to money coming to you from whatever direction it wants to come from, right? Like once this man dug the well, like, yeah, his well and, and the pipe that he put in the ground, it goes to a specific location within the earth, right? 20 feet underground, but the water is flowing to, he has no idea what direction the water is actually flowing to him from. He doesn't know if it's coming from the north, from the south, from the light, from the right, from the left. Like he doesn't know if it, it goes deeper down. If it's like, he, he doesn't know. He's just trusting that it's all flowing to him. 
from whatever direction it needs to come from. Right? So that's all part of the second the, the second step. Setting up whatever systems you need to put in place in order to make the money flow to you more easily and trusting that it gets to come from whatever direction it wants to come from. It doesn't just have to come from your job. It doesn't just have to come from your side hustle. It doesn't just have to come from your clients. It can literally, you can literally receive a random ass check in the mail that you never fucking expected to receive. But you're not going to get it if you're not open to receiving it. If you're telling yourself that money can only come to you from this specific way or from this specific source, right? Okay. The third step then for this guy in building his well was just like turning on the, I said faucet, but it's a pump. Like it's an old pump well. So he just had to pump, right? If we're talking about like, you know, in your home, like accessing water in your home, then it's just turning on the faucet. So now it's just opening yourself up to receiving, So once we have accessed the frequency of money, we've set up the systems to allow the money to flow to us, right? Really addressing that masculine aspect of financial abundance and stability. Now we have to tap into the feminine flow of money, the feminine aspect of financial stability. And that looks like feeling safe receiving, right? Like opening yourself up to receiving, for the first couple of days with this guy's well, he had to pump the water because it was muddy water at first, right? It's going to take a few days for the, the water to actually filter out and become just clean, clear water. Um, it has to be a little muddy at first, which just extends this metaphor even more deeply. Um, but as he was pumping this water, he was catching it in a bucket right? He was receiving the money in this bucket. So not only had he tapped into the flow of money or excuse me, of water, had he set up a system for the water to flow to him freely and easily, but then he was also receiving it. He just, he wasn't just letting it go wherever the fuck it was going to go. He was catching it in the bucket. He was receiving it, right? So now that's what we do with our money. We tap into the flow of money. We set up our masculine systems and our structures. We trust that it's going to come to us from whatever direction it wants to come from. And then we open ourselves to fucking receive it. We turn into a fucking bucket, guys. But so often, if we don't feel safe receiving money, if we don't feel safe holding money, having money, if we don't feel safe releasing money and trusting that it's going to come back to us, it's like having a bucket with a hole in it. We're not actually holding anything. We're not actually receiving anything. It's just leaking out all over the place, right? So we, we really practice. And like I said, this is where the feminine energy comes into place, where feminine energetics is really, really important because the feminine is the energy of receivership. The feminine receives, you know, whether it's during like sex, like very physically re- the, the feminine energy is receiving, But also, like, she receives the stability. She receives the support of the masculine. She receives the creative intuition, the the creative hits and the downloads from the universe. She receives the attention from her, her pleasure and her play and her beauty. She is receiving constantly. Now, she does provide. She still does give, right? Everything gives and receives. She gives love. She gives nurturing. She gives um, beauty. She gives, you know, uh, all kinds of different things. But more than anything, she is always receiving. Always receiving. So you can tap into and align with the flow of money. You can set up your systems and your strategies, the masculine aspects of your financial, you know, health. But if you don't feel safe receiving keeping and releasing your money, 
then you're missing part of the equation. It's not going to work the way you want it to work. Right? So then we have to work on healing that, feeling worthy of having money, feeling worthy of keeping money, feeling worthy of receiving money, feeling safe in keeping and receiving money. Right? Like you don't feel, you don't feel unworthy of water. Right? If you, if you feel thirsty, you, you go and get water. You don't feel unworthy of it. But so often we feel unworthy of money, of having money, of keeping money, of having too much money. We don't feel, feel safe or worthy having more money than what we need because then we're greedy. There's so many layers to peel back. And before any of this can even happen, before we can, you know, dig the hole to get to the water, to set up the system to receive, we have to believe it's there. Right? This guy would never have, have dug 20 feet into the earth. He would never take in on the endeavor of building his own well if he didn't believe the water was there. So he had to believe. And when he didn't see water at six feet, he still had to believe that it was there. When he didn't see water at 15 feet, he still had to believe it was there. When he didn't see water at 18 feet, he still had to believe it was there. If he had stopped 19 and a half feet in, he would have stopped six inches short of his destination. So he still had to trust and believe that it was there, that it was going to be there. The same is true for money. We have to trust and believe that it's there. We have to trust and believe that what we can see is just the tip of the iceberg. And that there is always more available to us. There is always more It is constantly flowing. It is constantly moving. And because of that, we can always tap into the flow. But only if we believe it's there. If we don't believe it's there, if we don't believe that we can access and are worthy of, you know, a million dollars, then we're not even going to try. It's not even going to be in our realm of consciousness. We're not even going to like dig like put the put the shovel into the ground if we don't believe it's possible right so we have to believe and again there's a lot goes into believing that because we've been so deeply conditioned to believe that money is is it's scarce it's not available to everyone it's only available to certain people the rich get richer the poor get poorer and yeah that's true because the poor believe that they're poor and the rich believe that they're rich the rich know that they're fucking rich so they're going to keep getting rich your thoughts and your beliefs color your reality so if you think you're poor if you believe you're poor if you believe that it, you're destined to be poor and that only rich people get to be rich then you're going to stay fucking poor You have to believe that while rich people are rich and they're continuing to get richer, that poor people can choose to become rich. You have to be able to believe that. Otherwise, you're just going to continue to be poor or whatever the fuck you are, whatever your socioeconomic (laughs) status is. I hope this is making sense. I hope this is making sense. So let's circle back around and really look at this analogy. So one... When we're, if, if money is like water and we want to tap into and harness the abundance of water that's available to us, then through, through building a well, first we have to dig a hole, right? We have to align with the flow 
of the energy. We have to align with the flow and the current of abundance around us, right? So we, we tap into the water. We tap into the frequency of money. Once we've done that, then we, then we set up our system to allow the money to flow to us. We put a pipe in the ground, right? We put a pipe in the ground. We add some electricity, whatever. We do the things, right? In terms of our money, we set up our systems. We set up our business. We clean up our shitty money story. We clean up any leaks that we might have, right? We do the, the masculine things to allow the system to work, to allow the abundance to flow. And then after that, we turn on the fucking faucet. We open ourselves up to receiving, But before any of that can happen, we have to believe it's possible. We have to believe that the abundance exists even when we can't see it. Now, I am not a money coach. (laughs) I, um, I do teach on money, but more than anything, I teach on feminine energetics feminine energetics. And, um, we will be touching on this in goddess code. We, we can't not, right? Because as we're working through goddess code, we're going to be working on healing our ability to safely receive, receive all things, whether it's during sex or in your business. I once heard a coach say, if you can't tell your partner what you want in the bedroom, then you can't tell the universe what you want in your business. If you can't verbalize your desires and then feel safe receiving them in one area of your life, then you can't do it in, the, in another area of your life. The way we do one thing is the way we do all things. And if you struggle to receive as a woman, if you struggle to receive support, if you struggle to receive pleasure, if you struggle to receive a compliment, if you struggle to receive in any capacity, even something as simple as struggling to allow your husband to do more around the house, that is an indication that you are not truly in touch with your feminine energy because the feminine receives she receives happily because she knows when she receives, it, it allows her to flourish. She knows when she is supported, she's able to truly thrive in the way that she's designed to. So while Goddess Code isn't a money course or a business course, it is going to directly impact your ability to receive money, clients, abundance, because it's healing the very thing that allows you to receive those things. It's healing the disconnect at its root, at its source. So I would love to have you in. There are only a couple more days to register. We actually start on Monday, February 1st. Um, So if you've been listening to me talk about Goddess Code here or on my Instagram stories and you've been interested in it, then reach out. Um, Never let finances be a reason why you don't invest in your personal growth and development. I am always open to creating extended payment plans for anyone who may need it. That is is open. So don't hesitate to reach out and let's have a conversation. Um, But yeah, money is like water. Open yourself up to fucking receiving it. <laughs> Tap into the flow. Set up the system so you're supported and so it can flow to you e- easily. And then open the fuck up to receive it. But before that, you have to fucking believe that you get to have it. That it's there. And that you can have however the fuck much you want. You can literally have all the money in the fucking world that you want. But you have to believe it first. You have to believe it first. And if your knee-jerk reaction right now is to say, no, the fuck I can't, Logan. I can't. I can't possibly have a million dollars. I can't possibly have a billion dollars. You're right. And you never will, as long as that's your thought, as long as that's your belief system. You you will only ever experience the life as big as what you allow yourself to believe in. Right? 
if one person can make a billion dollars, why can't you? Why not? And guys, one last thought on money. Money and time are very much the same thing, right? Money and time, whenever we're talking about investing in something um, or doing something, the, the number one excuse that people normally have is money and time. And human beings created both of those things. We created time so that we wouldn't have to say, meet me by this rock when the sun is half past the mountain and there's a shadow coming from the oak tree, <laughs> right? We created time so our lives would be easier, We created time as a convenience. And we created money for the same reason. Before there was money, people were trading fucking marbles and cow legs and all of this other shit. You know? We created time and money to make our lives easier and more convenient. And now those are the very things that we allow to to enslave us on a daily basis. How often do you find yourself saying, I can't do that because I don't have the time. I can't do that because I don't have the money. Stop giving your fucking power away to shit that was created to make your life easier. It's, it's ridiculous, right? When you stop and really think about it like that, it's ridiculous. So tap into the flow of money. Realize that it is here to amplify who you are on the inside. Stop being a slave to time because it's just a fucking illusion anyway. And just do what the fuck you feel your soul is calling you to do. That's the only reason you're here anyway. <laughs> the only reason you're here anyway is to, re- like, is to experience self-actualization. But you're not going to do that if you keep telling yourself no because you don't have time or money. It's fucking dumb. I love you, but it is. All right, love, I'm going to wrap up. This is getting lengthy. I love you. I hope this message landed for you today. I hope it served you in a really, really powerful way. And again, if goddess code is tugging at your heart, then let's have a conversation because it's probably for you. But right now you're scared. You're telling yourself you don't have time. You don't have money. And that's a fucking, that's, that's a lie. It's a fucking lie. (laughs) So let's have a conversation. Let's make it happen. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next time.